ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we get into this episode of the Trap Draw, I want to say thank you to our presenting sponsor, Herbal Active, U-R-B-A-L-A-C-T-I-V, and uh, actually rounded up a couple guys, a couple users, um, the Schuster Brothers. Why don't you uh, quickly tell me about your experiences? Well, I, you know, I can kick things off. We're doing this little FaceTime video. I feel like I'm back at Google on the uh, Google video chats doing some disruptive meetings. It's good to be here. And I took my Herbal Active actually 15 minutes ago, my five drops in the uh, uh, evening tea. So I don't think I'm going to fall asleep, but I'm feeling nice and loose to, uh, you know, do some uh, chatting with you guys. But I really enjoyed the CBD. I think all of us were honestly a little uh, hesitant, probably tired of the acronym CBD from all the uh, buzz you've been hearing. But I think we started taking the samples and everybody started looking at each other all sheepishly and like, when, when are we going to get some more samples? So if that doesn't tell you, you should be taking it. I don't know what will. Well, they told me, they said, like, I was like, I'm taking the mints. And they said, well, you, are you not taking the drops? I said, I don't need to take the drops. I'm just taking the mints. They said, take the drops too. So The drops are potent. The drops, yeah, that, the drops the are drops where it's at. The last like 10 days and it's been, whoa. And then I guess DJ ran out. I know, and he's been blowing me up about getting more. And so, you know, that's kind of a... It finally arrived yesterday. And well, that's a good like, sign. Yeah, he was, he, was, it was, it was, he was in a dark place this week here in Jax. So. Uh, guys, um, we'll, we'll, let's, let's table this for now. <laughs> We're going to revisit in a little bit. Uh, but for right now, I'm going to throw it over to our good friend. Well, hold Mr. on, GZ. hold on. What about the discount code? It's 20%, 20% off. NLU20, right? No, now, trap draw 20. You're on the trap draw. Oh, Come trap on, draw 20. Trap draw, that's fine. Trap draw 20, 20% off, herbalactive.com. We'll let Mr. Jeezy play us out. Oh, Mr. Jeezy, uh, thank you for your patience there. I, I kicked it to you a little too soon. Um, much appreciated as always. I think everybody knows, if you somehow missed the introduction, uh, Randy here. I'm joined by, first of all, Mr. TC, Tron Carter. How are you? Randy, I'm great. Wanted to know, have you listened to the new Jeezy album yet? I know it's been out for a few weeks. I have not. I have a couple car trips coming up in the next couple weeks, and I'm saving it for that. That's have fun. you listened to it? I haven't. I haven't. I'm, you know, I'm going to Atlanta tomorrow, uh, stopping through Atlanta. So I may, I may have to fire it up for, for old time's sake. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, our other guest, very special guest, not his first time here. Mr. Neil Schuster, the merch star. How are you? I'm doing well. And I, I'd also like to shout out Jeezy's new, uh, excuse me, Mr. Jeezy's new sports, uh, agency. Yeah. 99 sports or something like that. Sounds like he's going to be repping some clients. Yeah, yeah. Um, in his very first album, he made a point to say like he's not a rapper, and he doesn't like rappers. And I hope he comes with that same angst and energy against agents. 
just to stir things up in the, uh, not, in the agent world. Not to offend agents or anyone. <laughs> no, no disrespect to any agents <laughs> anywhere. But, um, you know, if you put someone on their toes a little bit, I think that's a good thing. Well, I think, I think uh, you know, first of all, I want to give the merch star the floor here because we were talking about it um, a little bit before we hopped on. Merch star is in charge of our newsletter. Uh, he's constantly trying to kill off the Folex series and declare it done. Like, you know, it, the, the season is over when, when really there's like eight or nine weeks left. In it. This so, is a disgrace. The floor, the floor is yours. <clears throat> this is a disgrace. So I can't, I haven't heard an update, a peep from the, you know, brain children or godparents of the Folex Cup in six months. And I, every month, stick to my guns, stick to them, and I update the newsletter, the faithful newsletter subscribership on the Folex series. And every time I go into easy office pools, it looks like it's the last tournament. And I can't find the schedule anywhere. No one's telling me anything. So I'm like, oh, it looks like, you know, three hybrid in the soul is the winner. And, you know, then TC lights me up on our group thread about how I'm trying to kill the Folex Cup and I'm a scumbag. And it's just not true. I'm just trying to keep the people updated. Unlike the guys that came up with the, the event. I mean, like, where's where's the passion? Where's the zeal? Where's the fire for this alternate golf universe that you guys wanted to create back in January? What it's say you? It's a slow burn. It's a slow burn, yeah. man. It's a brisket. It's low and slow. We've got Randy, let thing. me ask you this. Let me you specifically, because you're the one that, that came up with it. Who is winning the Folex series right now? Do you know? <laughs> No, I don't know. We okay, all are. So, I think that's yeah. the only answer. Is well, no, we, that's a bad we, answer because that's not no, the right we're answer. we're all winning it. No, the winner gets eternal consciousness. We've talked about this. They don't get any prize, but you need to acknowledge that there is currently someone in first place. You need to do some research on your own damn competition. Well, I was going to update everybody. Three Hybrid in the Soul is up by about 300 points over Team Inkblot 9. And, and how do you know that? Because of the du- du jour. freaking newsletter that I update every month that you guys don't even take a look at. No, that's not fair. There is a link to the up current standings on the website. Which, which you probably haven't visited in over three months. Uh, well, that would make two of us because you obviously probably haven't either. No, I well, clearly do. I go straight to uh, office uh, pools. I go oh, straight to the standings. True. That's true. The that's Italian true. Open is this week. Let me go to the Zozo. Or, I'm sorry. The, the, the Japan Open Golf Championship. Then we go to the Zozo. Then we go to the Bermuda Championship. Then we go to the Gippsland Super 6 on the Australasia Tour. Then we go to the 114th Visa Open de Argentina Presentado por Macro. Then we go to the Dunlop Phoenix, and then we're off for Thanksgiving. And then Emirates Australian Open Week 48 is the, is the season finale. Did you guys add the Bermuda Tournament after the fact? Because that was announced in May. Yeah, we're – no, it was always – the last, like, 10 weeks were always TBD. Yeah. And, and we so, reserved yeah, the we, right. We've yeah. been working on it. Yeah. This sounds like a really well-run operation. Well, I want to push back on something you said. You know, I, the, the winner gets complete consciousness. Total consciousness. But, Eternal consciousness. I mean, some might argue that's, like, no prize. And so I think it's befitting that there's really no publicity. We'll recognize the winner when it happens. But I don't think we should be propping up with a ton of publicity while it's going on. If you don't care, don't, then why should anybody else? No, that's not that's not true. It's it's, it's different than not. Caring. Randy, let me ask you this: How's your team doing? <laughs> I, I don't know about that. There's so many guys. I don't even know who's on my team. You're asleep at the wheel. 
thing we're the committee's taking things into under consideration yeah, there w- there there will be a full X next year there uh, there will be there, a full X task force we'll figure out what we can improve yeah. and then we'll go from there that's so, all we can do all right well i would i would now. urge you both to go check on your team i'm in like 5000th place right now i'm in like 4000th place so so you know but at least i know you know at least i'm not a like i'm not derelict of my duty a wall nash um, Tron, what can we move on to a different song? Yeah, yeah. Find a new, find what a new else topic, you got for us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just well, want to you both what? back in the face. I'd love to. Uh, I, I think we should we should update another one. The Neil's, you know, of course, not doing well in the Jacks Beach Birdie Challenge. Oh God, yeah, that's Neil, bullshit. You got I don't even live in of, Jacksonville. A lot of work to do there. I well, I birdie the first three holes, you know, so I'm consistent. You're actually the only one of all five of us to birdie the first three holes. So, well, you know what's <laughs> frustrating is I played three rounds at Jack's Beach this year, so that needs to be a big, large asterisk on the board. You know, you could have rounds could've, played. You could have proposed, "Hey, I'll do the same thing out at Flushing Meadow Pitch and Putt." How about that? Well, yeah, you know, you were silent. I, you were nowhere to be even, seen. No, I didn't even think I was going to be a part of the the birdie challenge. You guys put me on the freaking uh, you know bulletin board or whatever. And so now I get lit up in, in uh, the, the digital ecosystem every time someone takes a picture in the kill house. It's a disgrace. You guys well, don't – you don't give the full story. You don't give the full story. Well, DJ needs 10. He, he's got 10 left. Neil's got 15 left. Um, Solly has – I'm not sure how many Solly has left because he's got to get those eagles. He's, he's got Solly three eagles left. He was telling me that the other day. And I've only got but he's got left. a couple birdies left though too. TC's sitting in the catbird seat. Yeah. How many TC's got? You got four left, TC? Four. I've got four left. Okay. Four left. Yeah. If I were a betting man, I don't think anybody's going to get it. You know, if wow. I was a betting man, I also don't think anyone really cares about the Jack's Beach Birdie Challenge because I know <laughs> I don't. So why don't we find a new All right, topic? we're on to Cincinnati. How about the Fred X Cup? Because I think people do care about the Fred X Cup after the – I would but I would love to talk about the Fred X Cup. Where I'm doing I'm doing great of all time. In my great and unwavering wisdom doing tremendously in second place right now with the Zang Gang. So I feel great about my trade. I'm building for the future, as I've said many times. Um, and you know what? I I two things. One, I love chaos, and you guys were all shook when I executed that trade and kept it under wraps. So I think I kinda, you know, messed with your team, your strategy all of the above Two, as you all know, and probably everybody listening, if there's anybody listening, I don't watch a ton of golf. So that means I watch even less corn fairy golf. So I didn't really know what I was doing to begin with. So you know what? I was able to, uh, eke out a little bit of future value and I still think I built a pretty solid squad and I'm in second place. It's very early, v- very early. Um, I, but the, the point remains though, you kind of gifted this all. I, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's Solly's like, He's got Hovland. He's gotten Hovland hadn't really done anything yet. Lancer Griffin guys, and Mark Hubbard. Ho, yeah, Hovland. Him. Hovland's he's solid. He's great. He's generational. Whatever. Okay. It's a you got what five guys on your team, six guys on your team. It's a team event, top to bottom. I like I my squad. It's solid. I think Scotty Scheffler, the reigning Corn Ferry uh, Player of the Year, was just announced earlier this week. Uh, He's on my squad. He hasn't even played well on the weekends yet. He's already amassed three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. So, so early. So I early. I am prepared for the worst if I finish poorly. But I've been there before. I took the Wonderlick, did well on it. So I'm I'm 
I'm okay running the 40 next year. And if executing this trade and taking all this shit from you guys and then coming out on top would be so worth it. It, it was it was the right play. It was good content and it was chaos. So I, I uh, I'm I'm thrilled. I can sleep well at night with my Fred X decisions. All right. Well, now that that's that that's out there for the people to either believe or not. A uh, couple other housekeeping matters. Neil, you jumped on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio yesterday for a a live hit. How did that go? It went well. I mean, I think all you guys were busy doing hood rat stuff. Well, so. Come on, I was listening. <clears throat> well, you didn't volunteer to get on Sirius XM. Oh no, I don't have anything to say. I don't want to go on. Well, you XM know, I figured radio. I could offer him a um, you know a fan's perspective, a very very casual fan slash the czar's perspective. I was thinking about turning into like a Q and A with the czar and just hijacking it from Taylor, the host, and just being like, "Yeah, you're on with the czar," and then nobody would be calling any. Like, what are you doing? I'd be like, but yeah, like what you got some questions? Like, what do you want? Finding the slant. Don't worry, Taylor. They're going to call. Yeah. Just let it come on. Patch them through. Patch them through. I so. got to say, I was in, I was in the car during your hit. Um, and it was a thrill for me to see on the display in the car, Neil Schuster, comma, no laying up. Um, oh. that did, was they, did they spell my name right? They did. Yeah, right, they good. did. Good. I can't stand for any N E A L's out there. No offense to any Neil spelled with an A, but I just I can't stand for that. I thought you sounded very uh, prepared. I thought you sounded not nervous at all. It, I was um, I was really happy for you. I thought well, you did great. Thanks, Randy. What a world that 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 Neil is hopping on Sirius <laughs> XM PGA Tour Radio. I do That's have some takes, believe it or not. You guys just don't ever ask. Nobody asks you for my takes. They just want me to act <laughs> like the mook. Hey, Neil, do something crazy. Yeah. Turns out I'm an onion. Just got to peel me back, man. You know, Taylor knew how to ask the right questions, and I gave him the right answers. Let's ask Tron. Do we have a couple of questions we can ask Neil? Any any current topics that we can get his take on? Oh, God. Yeah, Neil, who, who won last week's event? Uh, um... Kevin Na beat Patrick Cantlay uh, in a playoff, and he walked in some putts, and Solly was creaming himself all over all the tour sauce, and uh, you know, and it's actually great that you asked me that because Taylor on SiriusXM asked me the same question, so I was prepared for that one. Come on, bring some heat, baby. What did you make of uh, Brooks Kepka's uh, comments about going back to Saudi Arabia? You know, Randy. That's a great question. You ask a lot of those, and as a lot of my friends on YouTube have. have have told us maybe you should just you should stick to golf huh let's not let's not bring the politics into this <laughs> can we talk about kepka getting into the workout game because that's like no bryson right or sorry bryson getting yeah, kepka's been listening kepka's been deep in the workout <laughs> yeah, game but you may have missed the espn yeah. body issue but i don't think the world did uh yeah tee it up for us here tron uh i mean but you know he's 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 already like so what's his off season going to be like six weeks, maybe five weeks, Neil. I mean, you're, you're actually, you both are former college athletes. I know Randy, I know you spent a lot of time in the gym. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, Randy's deep in training right now yeah. for the uh, yeah, folks out there. He's uh, got a triathlon in two weeks. Yeah. I've been training more recently than I ever did in college, but uh, you know, he's, he's just, so there, this big thing, he's revealed his plan to bulk up. Um, intense strength building 
regimen starting, uh, I guess this week actually. Um, and then, you know, went into all sorts of stuff about how he's, he's, um, he's, you know, breaking through the neurological threshold, <laughs> just as high as the mechanical threshold. Um, you know, just, uh, he said, I, I can literally be in a massive amount of pain and we can go to a treatment on one of the patterns directly affecting the neurological pain and not have any pain and get back up off the table. Um, it's not your normal PT work. I've done it. I've broken ribs before. I got a rib out of place when I was 14. I went to physical therapy for a long time. Um, He's a soldier. And then and then Ben Everill, um, always objective, said, revolutionary and <laughs> Cambo are almost interchangeable words these days. Oh, man. TC, I love that you slipped that slip a liver shot in there. That's good stuff. Um, well, I will say this, the, the neurological stuff in the workout room, that, that takes me back to my college football trainer. He used to be like, you know, we don't want you, we don't want you repping out or maxing out too much. Cause if you fail on a rep, it really messes up your central nervous system. And we were all like, what, what are you, what, you know, it's like, we're like 20 year old meat sticks. Like, what are you talking about, man? Like, let's just move weight. But I mean, he's going to start getting into, into certain shit with, um, you know, like, like I, 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 I can't imagine how crazy the jargon is going to get by the time we get to Sony. And so then we should be thrilled. We should be yeah, thrilled that he's in the gym, right? It's going to be great content for all of us. Bigger, way stronger. I, I have always thought this about uh, look a lot bigger about Bryson though. Like every, when I saw him in person for the first time and pretty much every time since the guy's a unit. Oh, he's definitely a unit. like he's he's a brick shit house. Like he's a what six two at least, and he's like broad shoulders. So like I don't really, um, I wouldn't criticize him for getting in the gym. I think that could you know you might as well refine the frame, you know, so he doesn't get dumpy. No, I don't. It's I'm not getting on him at all for because he looks game. dumpy in the like Ben Hogan hat. That kind of makes him look dumpy. So like if he works to, you know, chisel up the bottle. Bit. I think that's probably um, a wise move by him. Unless he overtrains like Cat, and then that could be a problem. <laughs> anyway, my thing with Bryson is just like instead of instead of talking about it in all these, you know, revolutionary and you know groundbreaking terms before you do it, like come back after the your quote unquote six week off season like extremely cut up and fit and like bigger and all that and just be like all right like i'm ready to fuck shit up like yeah I'm, that's I'm a good take. lab you know I, I could get down with that like let the results speak for themselves yeah that's a good point it's like uh latimer in the program you know he wants a seat at the ta- a place at the table yeah starting defense baby <laughs> but well that well latimer is kind of not a good example because he was roided out and then the coach told him to stop taking him and then he like lost his seat at the table and so then he started taking them again. Yeah. But that's a deep cut. For anyone that's seen the program, they'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's get to the main reason why we've got you on, on the pod tonight. Um, you, it's not for your golf takes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I listen, I think I had a solid showing so far. <laughs> well, uh, so we're recording this on Wednesday night. Uh, this past weekend you, you went out to LA. Can you, can you just take it the weekend? Yeah. So any trap draw enthusiasts out there may remember, what was it? Episode five. It was way back. Yeah. 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 Who could, who could say, who could say when I, I had a nice weekend in Las Vegas at the Chateau Relaxo with, uh, Tommy Armin the third and Tommy Armin the fourth. 
Um, TA4 is a good friend of mine from, I don't know, since college at least. And he is, he turns 30, I think in the next couple of days and T3, Tommy Armour the third turns 60 October 6th. Um, so they had a joint birthday party in LA that they've been planning for at least two months. And they invited me to attend, which was delightful. So it was a guest list of about 300. The location was James Goldstein, the NBA super fan. Um, so you recognize him, the guy that wears like the crocodile and alligator pants and sits courtside at every NBA game. He just like flies around private. Uh, apparently he's kind of a, like, he's a real estate guy, I think is how he made his money. Like kind of a, maybe a more, I don't know how to explain it. Like more flashy, less scummy Donald Sterling or Maybe we don't know about the scumminess or whatever. Uh, but anyway, he goes way back with, with TA3. So Goldstein wasn't there, but his house is the scene like from The Big Lebowski and I think some other movies, maybe a Bond movie. Um, I don't know. It's like up on the Hollywood Hills overlooking the city. Um, and they, he's got like this famous house that um, is when he dies is going to be donated to the Mo- Modern Museum of Art out there um, or Museum of Modern Art. And then he has this like side structure that he built, which is a nightclub. And it's like, you know, con- it's like minimalist, like concrete, like go down these like big staircase and it's like this giant bar and then same like gl- all like floor to ceiling glass overlooking the city. It's like, so that's like the nightclub area where the party was. And then like kind of up the hill a little bit is where like the historic house is. Um, and so T3, like Goldstein wasn't there, but T3 used the house. T3 is like doing tours and stuff. And, um, yeah, it was, it was, you know, without saying any more, it was like a, a complete scene. So I don't know where you guys want me to go. I can walk you through chron- chronologically. Yeah. Um, I mean, just take us through your whole weekend. Cause I think we, we all, we all hopped on our, our kind of our weekly, uh, touch base call just to figure out what the hell pro charge holdings is, is going to be up to all week. And, and, you kind of just launched into this and we were all pretty captivated for about half an hour. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm still recovering. So I, I'm not a big LA guy. I, I, and so it's kind of like Vegas. Like I like to get in and get out. So I, I flew in Friday, left Sunday afternoon, which is about enough LA for me. It's like, you know, I just, a lot of cars, a lot of people trying to get seen, you know, it's an interesting, interesting place. I haven't spent enough time there to have like a full take on LA though. Cause I don't think I'm giving it it's, it's due or I haven't seen like the parts of it. I could probably like, but uh, basically, TA3 is – he is the party boy. He's the grown-up party boy, right? <laughs> like he's like lived the, an existence that like you, I've gotten a peek into like this last weekend and then in the past briefly. And it's like, wow, man, I don't know how you can handle the chaos around you. But the party was in classic armor fashion, black-on-black cocktail attire. So everybody was wearing black-on-black. So – I, I went and bought like black Jordans. I went shopping with T3 because he looked at my, you know, black Nikes like those aren't going to work, you know. So we had to, <laughs> we had to, we had to go to Foot Locker, you know, and get some, you know, Jordan ones that were black. And uh, I did have a crispy long sleeve black NLU polo though. So head to the pro shop if you're curious about what that looks like. Um, but I did. I felt like I was in a Bond movie because I had the man bun pop in and the beard. And all black. I felt like I was a villain in one of those Bond movies. Well, I said you looked like uh, the Latino version of Clay Matthews. Which I actually chuckled pretty hard at that take. I thought that was good. Um, Did you? Were you wearing a chain or anything? You no, 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 no. I didn't. I, I. That's not, jewelry's never really been my scene. 
Um, but TA threes, like the guest list is it's an amalgamation of like, I don't know, former athletes, um, a lot of like executive, like Hollywood producers and executives seem, he seems, cause they, all those guys like to play golf. Right. So it's like a lot of people that he's played in with pro-ams and then he's like kept in touch with like some power players from Texas, like some oil money was there. Um, and then you got just like your random assortment of like B list and C list celebrities. So like Brett Hull was there for like hockey player guy was the absolute man. Like talk to him for 20 minutes. It's just about like NHL stuff. The guy, he could talk for days. He's the best. Uh, Jesper, Arnovic, just talking, talk, talking puck, dude, blue line, the blue line. Oh yeah. You dump it down in the zone. Are you serious, man? I mean, playoff hockey's a different breed. Um, so, and then, uh, Parnovic and his wife, Mia were delightful. Um, and Parnovic and T3 are like old friends. Um, and they like to turn it up. So I, I, I like, we need to find a way to get Jesper more deeply ingrained in the NLU community. Uh, he's got a lot of stories. And then it's like Les Garland is a good friend of his, the founder of MTV, um, like the Weintraub, like Michael Weintraub. I think his dad, Jerry Weintraub, ran like New Line Cinemas forever and ever. Um, and then uh, Jared Audrick, the D-tackle uh, for the Miami Dolphins. So he's, <laughs> he's doing a CTE documentary with T4. Tommy Armour the Force in the movie business. So he's there. He was great. We're talking like CTE and Antonio Brown for 20 minutes. Uh, uh, that's allegedly for, for any, you know, legal. Well, yeah, well, I was at, you know, I was getting, we were just, we were uh, yeah, off the record conversation. Like, let's talk some CTE. Like I'm a former football player. Like, do I have it? I don't know. Maybe, you know, uh, I think Randy Gerber, Cindy Crawford were in the house. So Gerber's like the Casamigos founder. Um, but like, you know, T3 just runs with, uh, like, you know, kind of a, I don't know. It's like a really, I guess you call it a fast crowd, but not really fast. Just kind of like a, it's like this weird eclectic mix of people that showed up. Um, so hold on, going back to the CTE conversation, did you ask him about Gronk? Like Gronk said, no, we didn't talk about Gronk. He cured his CTE. No, with, with <laughs> CBD shout out to herbal active. <laughs> That's a nice segue into an ad. TC. <laughs> How, when people asked you what, like why you were there or what you did, did you like did you have a good answer? Yeah, because T four had a crew there too. So so Tommy picked me up at the airport, um, and and his his mom who is, lives in Naples now, but uh, was in Cincinnati was from Cincinnati, um, and so then we dropped her off the hotel, and then we went back to the Chateau Relaxo, L A satellite office, which is T 4s um, humble abode. And so it was like T4, my uh, best friend, Evan Miller, you guys know the Mills. So he flew down from San Francisco. So Evan and I were kind of, you know, rolling around the whole weekend, which was, which was phenomenal. So and, for, and, and, and backstory on the Mills, uh, just, just tell, tell a couple of the anecdotes from. Well, um, I'll give Mills, I mean, the credit he's due. Most of the NLU jokes, the LPCP, uh, <laughs> you know, like he's the one that Coach Woods used to shit on incessantly about being a poor football player uh, evan's my best friend from college played football together and and most of the nlu jokes that come out of the columbia football circles are sourced from him or shenanigans that we've gotten into so he's uh, a character that you know we could or could not get more involved in the nlu ecosystem uh but also to, just to complete the uh ta4 crew because it was a joint 
party, right? So when people ask me like, why am I there? I mean, I'm there for T4. Like obviously I know T3, but it's, it's an easy answer. And so Tommy's roommates are Max, who splits his time as a production assistant, mostly for Pete Berg, who does like Mark Wahlberg movies and like Deepwater Horizon stuff. And the other, like for like three or four months in the summer, he goes up to Alaska and does commercial fishing, uh, which is sick. So I was talking to him about that. And then Dan, his old roommate was in town from Boston who does like uh, location scouting for the movies. So like, you know, we need a place that looks like Chicago and Boston. Like, can you find one for us? Cause the tax breaks in Boston are great. So he basically like drives around the city and like tells people we'll pay you X amount of money to use your house for three months for a movie. And then uh, the fourth roommate is Connor who is uh, an actor. Last time I was out there as an actor now uh, he's pivoted. He's an aspiring rapper. Uh, he goes by Lightspeed, and he's Lee Jansen's son. Um, and Connor's awesome. Um, and we listen to his, you know, his, like, I guess his LP. His uh, mixtape? Yeah, pretty much, like, every time we were in an Uber, we were like, could you throw on Sunset Trippin'? You know, which is kind of like the lead, the lead song on his, his mixtape. So uh, that was kind of like the TA4, like, like, unit. And then my buddy Dean, who's on Survivor right now, so any Survivor fans out there, uh, you, you know, he was kind of like my C-list celebrity invite. And so Dean, you know, obviously fit right in at the party. Um, so that was kind of like the crew we were rolling with in honor of T4. And there were, uh, he had some other guests there, but it's probably like split like 80% T3 like people. And then like, you know, the solid core for T4. And how's, how's Dean doing on Survivor thus far? Well, I just watched the episode tonight. He, he got himself in a little bit of hot water, but he has not been even close. His name hasn't even come up in Tribal. So he's, he's looking good right now. Listen, it's down to Spanish to me, man. I've never, well, it's down to like eight. And so like, you know, he's not even close to getting voted out, but you never know. He hasn't gotten a ton of FaceTime, which I think is a good thing this early on because they're going to develop him later on in the season. Hey everybody, Randy here. Sorry um, to interrupt the merch czar story hour, but I just wanted to thank herbal active again for sponsoring today's trap draw. If you're in the market at all for CBD, I encourage you to check out Herbal Active, U-R-B-A-L-A-C-T-I-V, HerbalActive.com. Their CBD is water-soluble, it contains zero THC, and the particle size is about 10 times smaller than the competition, which is beneficial as it allows your body uh, to absorb more of the CBD. So check it out. Over at HerbalActive.com, be sure to use the promo code TRAPDRAW20, TRAPDRAW20 for 20% off your purchase. And now back to uh, Story Hour with young Neil and Tron. Cheers. Okay, so is this a two-night party? Well, it was for, you know, the the VIP, you know, the, the day ones. So night one, we go to Craig's Steakhouse, which I guess is a famous spot. I walk in, who do I see? Jim Nance walking out in a purple sweater. You know, I thought he was there for T3. I was like, oh, it's Nance. And then he's like walked out the door. So he he wasn't there for T3. But like that should give you a sense of like where we're at. You know what I mean? Um, and then it was so that that party was like mostly T3. Uh, so like Jesper and his wife were there. They sang the happy birthday to T3 in Swedish. They they were like really turned up, which was really fun. And then uh, uh, Sandy Armour, who caddies for Olin Brown. That's T3's brother, younger brother, he's the best. Uh, like all this crazy stuff's always going on around, and he's just like smoking cigs and chilling. So like he's usually my like favorite guy to hang out with in the uh, in any type of chateau relax. 
so environment. Um, but the tables, like this, T3 kind of likes to do the big dinner thing and like you pass around dishes. He's, he likes the whole, whole court, right? It's like the Last Supper. So we're all eating and, and the place is great. And so dinner finishes up and I go outside to just like, we're leaving. So I'm like, I got to get out of here. So I walk outside and there's like three paparazzi standing out there like, like cameras ready, like when the door opens. And I'm like, whoa, what's up, guys? Hey, you know, I'm like, oh, you know. Mertzar, Mertzar. Yeah, I'm just out here. No, literally, I'm just like, whoa, yo, get, yo, what's with the cameras? And they're like, you know, uh, we wasted a good surprise on you kind of thing. So I like stand over to the side and uh, actually, no, Jesper and his wife, Mia, were leaving. So I said goodbye to them. And then I stand over there just jeweling, minding my own business. And Mills comes out. And Mills goes, same reaction I had. He's like, yo, whoa, what's with the cameras, guys? And so then he goes, oh, oh, you guys, yo, check this guy out. He's, a, he's an emerging golf influencer. You should get his picture. Get his picture. And he just, like, won't leave the guys alone. So finally, one of them, like, half-heartedly, apathetically takes a picture. And, like, me and Mills just do it all over him, you know, just start, like, making dumb faces. And so I'm, like, I asked the guys, I'm, like, what are you doing out here? Are you just, like, waiting on someone? Is someone in there? And they're, like, yeah, maybe. You know, they, like, won't tell us much. And I'm, like, well, why didn't you take any pictures of Jesper? Like, he's a Hall of Fame golfer. And they're, like, who? And I'm like, well, it's the guy that introduced Tiger to his ex-wife, Elon. And they go, oh, really? And then the guy gets like super interested. <laughs> and he was like, how do you know that? I was like, I don't know, man. Like everybody knows that. What are you talking about? So the whole paparazzi thing was crazy uh, because then I think Kate Beckinsale walked out like five minutes later. Um, so there were like famous people in the restaurant. So that's why I guess they had a tip from like the valet guy or something. So anyway, you know, that party ends. We go to some like, you know, packed LA bar and stand around and like, you know, look at each other. Um, and like, that's whatever. So the next day, uh, yeah, that's the real party Saturday. So we went shopping first. We went out to like an organic juice place and breakfast spot with T3. Cause he's been deep in the health scene lately. Um, did you do a spa or anything? No, we went to the foot massage on Sunday. Um, so as like a little rehab action, but, uh, we didn't have time. There was a lot, a lot of like logistics going on. And anytime you're in LA, it takes like an hour to get, you know, five miles. So everything takes longer. So we didn't, we couldn't pack too much into the day. We got to the party at around, I don't know, like eight thirty to help, or probably eight to help set up some stuff. And then it kind of got popping around nine. Gankus was there, um, so did some, <laughs> and T three was like so jacked up about doing like a video interview with Gankus and Jesper. So we did, we did film some stuff, and I'm, I'm going through the footage. So hopefully I can splice something up, but like, I don't know if it's any good. It's like, you know, they're just like sitting on the big Lebowski couch, like talking about what a ball striker T3 is. But Gankus and I had a 20 minute conversation. Mo- a lot of it about the big guys move. Uh, uh, did Gankus remember who you were? So like, not did at he first. he remember spending a night on the range with you in February? So this is a good, good example of Gankus. So Gankus was wearing NLU socks. Okay. So he's wearing no laying up <laughs> socks. Up. Really? Swear to God. I got multiple pictures, but <laughs> he like didn't have any idea who I was and maybe it's because I look completely different, but it took him like 30 seconds to like, I was like, yo, you remember like the, when we came out in February and this and that and this. And he was like, finally he was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I remember you like the big tall guy. Yeah. You guys were great, man. With RV. <laughs> and I was like, made me respect him so much more because he just doesn't like give a shit. You know, he's just like, yeah, dude, I see like a hundred people like every two weeks, like, and they're all famous. Like you guys are like, <laughs> you know, so it was like, and, but once he realized, he's like, oh yeah. And then we started talking about your movies. Like, yeah, dude, I mean, get to the top and he just lays it off like crazy, man. 
It's he was like, you're more shallow than Sergio. Yeah. Bro. And so he goes, he, and he's like, yeah, yeah, dude, I got my socks on. Check it, bro. And he like shows me, like lifts his socks up. And like, uh, yeah. So he like shows me his socks. And uh, so I'm like, you know, he was, he was great and was hanging out with his wife too. Like she was delightful. So, uh, and then, yeah. So then like the party gets kind of, gets kind of going around, I'd say like 9, 30, 10. And they got a DJ, the lights, ambient club jams. Um, I mean the whole mix, like it was, it was like the nightclub scene. Um, and then we did the little filming in the, the big house. So T3 was like running like tours through the big house and it was, you know, kind of just a a mix of like, like the party, like a mix of people. So it was kind of like, you know, your, your Hollywood producer, your former athlete, you know, fuck boy like me. And then like you, the bimbos that were there, like there was, you know, Uh, come on, Neil, come on, come on. I mean, there were, there were a lot of, of, uh, there's a lot of silicon in the house. Let me put it that way. <laughs> um, so yeah. And then, so then it, it kind of, I don't know, it starts to heat up around midnight and then out front. So, so Connor, AKA Lightspeed, you know, he doesn't drink a lot. He just smokes tons of weed and he brought like five joints to the party. So he's just kind of like holding court out by the, um, the taco stand. Cause they had like a food truck and he's just like smoking like nonstop. And like, it, it kind of was like, Hey, yeah, come on over smoke, you know, whatever. And then, you know, one of these like big Hollywood executives around like midnight, I think he, you know, maybe he didn't eat or I don't know what happened, but he starts smoking with light speed and he, he passed out cold on the driveway and they had to call an ambulance <laughs> like 1230. So he gets, so, you know, everyone's freaking out. These models are like, Oh my God, is he okay? Ah. You know, meanwhile, what, what was, meanwhile, what was Lightspeed's reaction? Oh, he was he was shook. He was like, Oh my God, I think I, I, I hope I didn't kill him. Like, cause he's like a really nice, he's not, he's a great guy. Like I was like, no, dude, you're good. He's like, no, dude, I like, I shouldn't know. I shouldn't know. Like couldn't handle this heat. And, uh, so then, you know, I'm standing over there with, uh, Sandy with T3's brother. We're just like watching, like smoking a cig with actually with, with Sandy and T3's chiropractor, Christine. So she was in town from LA. So there's the three of us just like watching what like the paramedics take care of this guy. And he's like, you know, he's, he's a big deal. Like, we'll, we'll leave him unnamed, but like, it, it's, it's a known, it was a known entity at the party. So it was, everybody was like, and then this whole time, like T3's like over with the paramedics, but he's like, not, he's not like, he's not phased by anything. He's just like, all this chaos is going around around him. And he's like, just kind of like, it's like everyday life for him. It's, it's so unbelievable. What, so what's going on over here? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's like taking care of me. It's like a good friend. So he's like taking care of it and like making sure everything's okay. But like. He's not like everybody else is spooked. He's just like, no, this is, it's, you know, nothing to see here. Standard procedure. It's my 60th birthday. This was, this was all supposed to happen. <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, it was really, it was cool to see. Uh, and then you said that, that T3, like all of his like ex lovers were there. Uh, yes. Like <laughs> five of them. Affirmative. <laughs> For sure. And, he, and, he's like, and everybody, he's like, everybody gets along. Okay, he's like, on, like great relations with all of them. Like they're yeah, all yeah, yeah. Like I talked to like four of them, and they were all like, "I was like, hey, how do you know T three? Oh, you know, we used to be together." And I was like, "Oh, cool." He's like, I, you know, I love T like the best. You know, it was just like rave reviews, like all all the way around. Like everybody was everybody was just happy to be there. I was like, "Damn, that is unreal!" Like, how do you do that? How does that even work? I asked if uh, Montana happened to be there. Uh, Montana, no, she was not there. Unfortunately, Montana was delightful. So shout out to Montana, wherever she is. If that's her name, I doubt it is. Um, <laughs> but, you know, she, she could not have been nicer in Vegas. Uh, 
I, what is that, three years ago? But no, she didn't make the trip. So who was the one cele- – did any celebrity uh, – like, who are you most excited to see? I would say I was. it was Jesper. I knew he was going to be there, and I talked to him for like 20 minutes, and he and his wife were like the best, like as real as they get, fun to talk to. They were down to party. Like they were like what you see is what you get. So I really enjoyed interacting with them and Brett Hull too because I knew T4 is tight with Brett Hull. He plays a ton of golf. I think he's involved at Pebble Beach in some way and um, like same thing with him. Like he he's good friends with T3 and like he was like couldn't have been nicer. Talked to Mills and I for 20 minutes, you know, a couple of idiots just asking him all kinds of questions. <laughs> so like Hull, so Hull and T3 were probably running together back in Dallas and like the Yeah, I think so. Back in, in the 90s, Texas right? days. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, and Sandy, like I can't say enough good things about Sandy. Like he's just like always easy to be around. So when we go out to the, the Schwab cup, we definitely got to look him up. What are the people, the, uh, the Texas like oil money guys, what are they doing? Well, they play a party. I, like, like, are they, are they kind of doing their own thing? Over nah, there? there was, well, you know, it's like any club, there's a lot of couch sitting, you know? So we T T four mills and I, like around 10 30 tried to turn the dance floor up and we did a pretty good job. Um, but we, then we did a conga line and we got good engagement and then we start, we passed by T three. And if anyone that knows mills will know that this is, you know, very on brand. He, he tries to grab T three and get him involved in the conga line. T three doesn't dance. He's got no interest. He just, he, he hangs out. (laughs) Right. So T3, you know, like Evan put his hands on T3. I thought T3 was going to throw at him. He was like, get your fucking hands off me. I'm not fucking doing a conga line. And he like kind of lost his cool for it. That was the only time I've ever seen him really lose his cool. And it was like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, T3. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, it was kind of like the conga line's moving and T3's kind of like throwing Evan and the conga line kind of gets thrown off. And, you know, it was, it was. Like it was a good effort by Mills, but it was I was kind of like it was a slow motion car wreck for me because like oh this isn't going to end well like you can't <laughs> you can't touch T three and you can't try to get him to dance those are like the two rules. Were there any other golf people there? Um, not really, man. I can't. I I, I thought there would be a few more. Um, Gankus and Jesper were the the two off the top of my head. Those are the two I I really talked to. So there may have been, but I didn't see them. How's T three season going? Not good. He's got a neck issue, which I think is why his chiropractor was there because she's been very supportive of him, helping him get through. He's got like some, I think, some nerve stuff going on. That's probably why he didn't want to go on the Congo line either. Well, I don't. Yeah, I, I think I think T three's always just kind of been like too cool for school. Like he's got no interest in. What do you want me to dance? I'm not going to dance. You know, like he's just he just wants to kind of put out the vibe. Was was Gankus dancing? Gankus did not dance, and I was doing. I actually came up with a Gankus move that I was. He was sitting on the couch, and I was. You know when he jumped over the trash can in Taurus? Oh, did I forget? So I was doing that as a dance move. I was like, "Yo, it's the Gankus! It's the Gankus!" <laughs> and he was like, "Yo, you're crazy, man!" Yeah, you know, he loved it. It was fucking stupid, but he loved it. Did you tell him that Randy hasn't been uh, putting in the work on the? Randy? I said exactly. I actually have a video. That's I haven't sent it to Randy true. yet. I said Randy has not been putting in work on the range, but he's been taking a lot of mental reps. Thank and, you. And Gangus was like, "Well, I don't know if that's going to get it done." And he was. I was like, "Well, Randy doesn't like to practice." He's like, "Oh well." Well, <laughs> he kind of like did one like the Alonzo morning GIF. Like, yeah, okay, well, yeah. yeah. 
You said yeah. I'm playing some of the best golf of my life. I've been I've been deep in the mental process. Well, I, I had good things to say about your game, and he was happy right. to hear that. He was like, oh, well, I'm right. glad he's doing better, man. I'd love to work with him again. <laughs> God, that feeling is so mutual. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Neil, can you tell the story about TA4 and Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, so, oh, man, that's a throwback. So T4, is, he's in the movie business as well. He works for uh, Steve Levinson, who's like the – Mark, he's like the producer of Entourage and Ballers. Thank God Ballers isn't coming back for another season. Uh, I think everybody's happy about that, uh, including T4. Um, but he worked on a project for HBO, like the Climate Change Project. I can't remember when. Um, but he basically had, he was a production assistant. He had to drive Arnold around up in Wyoming for like, I don't know, a month at least. And and basically would like pick him up and Arnold would just be like, Tommy, I'm so tired. I need a coffee. <laughs> just like basically yell things at him from the back, like Tommy, Tommy, you tired? You need a coffee. <laughs> to hear T Four say it's the best. We you gotta get him on the trap draw. Uh, Randy, I want to talk a little oh, bit about God. your your uh, triathlon. How you feeling? <laughs> oh God. Uh, you know what? I've as of like last. Last week, I feel I feel great. And Neil, I don't know. I've been actually meaning to ask you this. I've like I feel like so the triathlon is we're recording this Wednesday night, so it's like a week and three days. It's it's next Saturday, um, and I was like I was in this lull period where I was like so bored and kind of just like the training got really repetitive. Uh, but I went on a this past weekend. I, it was like a big weekend for me. I did. A couple mile swims. I did a forty-seven mile bike ride on Saturday, and then I ran like sixteen miles over two days. And I feel like I, I'm like I, I feel like I busted through, and now I'm like I'm ready for the race. Like I, I've broken through that mental barrier of like ah, I don't know if I can do it. Like what am I doing? Um, and, and I just like my whole energy and and like I'm I'm like I'm I'm ready now. Did you feel any of that with your boxing training? One hundred percent. Would you say? My question to you would be, is there, was there like a rock bottom at any point? Not, um, not like a true rock bottom. I think. Randy, didn't you get like, you fell over on your bike at a stoplight. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that was just, I mean, that was just embarrassing. <laughs> the big yeah, guy I, falls hard. <laughs> well, so I'm, I got the, like the strap in the clip in shoes, right? Into the pedals. We've all done and, it. We've dude, all that happened yeah. every one time. It hurts so bad. I thought I broke my and, hip. And I was rolling up trying to cross uh, A1A, you know, it's like a busy street. And I roll up in this like crosswalk and I have, I actually have my right foot out. So I'm like prepared, but something happens. Like I lose my balance. And once you lose your balance on the side that you're still clipped in on, it's like, it's a done deal. And so it was just like this slow motion. I just fell over on my left side and there are two worst parts. One, it's like very busy. So all these cars are going by. Um, But then two, there's this like 13 year old kid that rolls up and he's like, oh my gosh, sir, are you okay? He's in a full karate outfit. Like he's just coming from the dojo. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm fine. Like, thank you. But then I got to spend like the next 90 seconds waiting for this light. And, you know, I'm just asking him about like his karate training. (laughs) You know, he's a white belt. He he was a really nice kid, but I was like, oh my God, will this light please change? Um, So yeah, he's a white belt. (laughs) Yeah, that, that wasn't good. Um, my training, I, I hit, I hit rock bottom. That's like, I, and that's when it turned around for me. 
Yeah. I, I So I was traveling some in September. And so the hardest thing for me was just, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was able to be on any consistent routine. And so I just got like really frustrated and I just felt like I wasn't as prepared as I needed to be. Uh, but I feel like I've overcome that in the last couple of weeks. I've been here in Jacksonville and like, I feel good now. How it's long good. are the distances? It's a... Uh, it's so it's a half Ironman. So it's seventy point three miles altogether. It's a one point two mile swim, fifty six mile bike, and then thirteen point two mile run. What do you feel? What segment you feel the best about and the worst about? I, so the run's just going to be miserable. Like there's no other way around it. I, I think it's just going to be a miserable slog. Um, I actually feel the best now about the bike the, the swim is all about just conserving energy i'm gonna go slow um just just get done with the swim then i gotta get on the bike the, the thing that i haven't that i've been needing to do and have started over the last couple of weeks i have to like really factor in nutrition and like when i'm hydrating but more than that like i have to eat stuff it's like figuring out when to eat energy bars or like those little goo energy um packs so i think that's the thing that most concerns me is just making sure i don't get too depleted like making sure i'm taking calories and staying hydrated um but i think the swim and the bike will be good and then the run's just gonna suck for 13 miles but there's no other way around it What's but you the, feel confident you're gonna complete the race now yeah so there's yeah. like an eight and a half hour time limit and i'm, I'm not setting any like I, my only goal is to complete it under the time limit, and that's who they award medals to. So you got to like, you know, you got to finish in the allotted time uh, to get, you know, to get an official finish. Where's the swim? Like, is it is it in like open water or is it? Yeah, but it's a channel. It's not in the ocean. It's like off. It's in a channel off of uh, Wrightsville Beach in Wilmington, and and they say it's a friendly swim. This the current should be with us. So that's good. As far as like, yeah, as far as half marathons go, it's a very beginner friendly race. You have a current with the swim and then the bike and the run are very flat because you're right there on the coast. Well, good. At least a week out. I mean, now you can start tapering off, right? Yeah. Taper starts this weekend, which I'm very excited for. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think the most ex excited I've been is getting into the world of biking. It, it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah, see, I've never been able to get down with it. Like, I, I did the triathlon, like, the bike portion of the New York one, and I just can't get in with, like, the whole, like, you know, Rafa riding community and, like, the guys that are, you know, on your left, on your left, <laughs> you know, like, commanding the road. And it's like, dude, you're on a bike. You're going to get duff. Like, quit being tough. You, I know, but you got to – you almost have to portray, like, this confidence on the road. It's weird. Um, yeah, I never thought I would have bike shorts – I never thought I'd have like a tight bike jersey. You gotta have I'd, them, like yeah. I, I never thought I'd have a bike like to like dipshit. clip in pedals, yeah. but I have all of that, and I enjoy it. Like I don't going out for you know forty five miles was. Let, let me ask I you this: just do that, but like going out for an hour ride is very enjoyable. Now, are you gonna hit the uh, like? What's your transition's gonna look like? Because we all know that's where the triathlons <laughs> want to boss. Are you gonna have your? Are you gonna have your? bike shoes clipped in to the pedals <laughs> with no socks are you gonna go socks like what's the strategy there absolutely not i i might i might take a little cat nap in the <laughs> that's that's what i expected <laughs> from you hey come on guys can i just hang out here in the uh medical uh, tent might, for a minute 
I might do a little three course meal. Are you gonna wear yeah. socks though, for real? Uh, yeah, socks for sure. The the thing I'm struggling with. So I have this. I bought this. Um, it's like a half wetsuit, right? So it's just for my upper body, but it doesn't have a zipper. This thing I tried it on the other day. I honestly, I thought I was gonna be stuck in it. I thought I was gonna have to cut <laughs> it off of me. It was so hard. Um, so I'm I'm really on the fence whether I I need it, and if I do need it, you know, just being able to get that thing off. Um, it's going to cost difficult. you some valuable seconds, that's for sure. You, you know, you're exactly right. I'm going to pack a pair of scissors, though, because if I, like, I'm just going to cut it off if I can't get it. It's like the tightest thing in the world. Did it's you get the right size? <laughs> no, I mean, it's probably too small. <laughs> but they don't really make it. So, you know, they can't, I, they don't make any my size. And what do you have, like, the nine water bottle clips on your bike? <laughs> yeah, no, I only have two. See, I'm really, I'm going to show up to the race. And I am not going to be gear guy. Like everybody else is going to have all I think the that's gear. Good. And I'm, I'm, that's I feel a like I'm going to be, I, I have nothing. I'm just worried. Well, listen, Randy, I think I speak for all trap draw enthusiasts saying that I'm, I'm really proud of you, big guy. Well, I do want to say, in all honesty, Neil, you were my inspiration. All the work you put into your boxing match and talking about goals and, you know, really talking to you about your mindset and, your experience doing that uh, was the the driver behind why I wanted to do this. So let me say thank you. Well, I appreciate that. And TC, we love you too. You know, so we can turn <laughs> this in, we can turn this into a circle jerk if you want. <laughs> what a moment! What a moment on the trap draw, guys. You know, <laughs> I think I with I that like we should three, sign off, huh? I ate like three boxes of Snyder's of Hanover pretzels yesterday. <laughs> That's the TC. You told me you got some ice cream too last night. <laughs> hey, ready? No ice cream, buddy. No, yeah. not in, not when you're tapering. No, no, not me, not me. TC said he got some ice cream. Well, the best thing is like, like I see Randy rolling around in his in his uh, in his whip, and he's got the, he's got the bike rack on the back. I drove by him on <laughs> Beach Boulevard last night, and then uh, the other thing, yeah. I I was I was on a bike ride last year with Freddie, and Freddie was in like the seat on the back of the bike, and um, I fell over. And like, really? Yeah, I saved Freddie. Like, I was at a stoplight, and my foot just like didn't catch on the bottom. And I saved Freddie. Like, he didn't fall or anything like that. But like, the worst part was like for the forty seconds with like waiting for the next light. Like, everybody just looking at me like, "What the hell's wrong with that guy?" <laughs> <laughs> it's the most embarrassing. Was Freddie spooked? Yeah. Uh, no, he was kind of funny. He, he thought it was funny. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, those bikes get heavy when the kid's on the back. Exactly. Like, it's, it's like yeah, it, it throws the weight off. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I've got one of the ones that's like a beach cruiser. It's got like the super wide tires on it. So, uh, that's pretty ignorant, man. Yeah. But, um, so. Well, guys, anything else we, uh, this has been a real treat. Anything no, if anybody's made it this far, I mean, I, <laughs> hats off to you guys because I, I don't know. The, uh, I'm still trying to make sense of my weekend last in, in, Los, in, uh, LA. So, Thanks for putting up with that. All right. We'll kick it to Mr. Jeezy. Smell ya. Rock on. Favorite rapper, hey, hey.
Trapper's favorite trapper. The absolute truth, yeah, no joke. Who me? I'm